What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back into House of Wrestling, everybody. It's me, Nick Hasman. Take your shoes off, take your hat off, drop whatever food you brought on the table, and come on into the living room. Sitting here by the fireside here today, international pro wrestling sensation. I'm sure that you have seen him all over your Twitter feed here in the last month. What he does is unreal. It is Gringo Loco. Gringo, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me here today. My man, Nick, it is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Dude, you, uh, you're so fun to watch, and I am really, I'm happy for you, um, Gringo. Can I call you, can I call you by your real name? Is that okay? I feel weird calling you Gringo. Pull the, pull the curtain back. Go ahead. Okay, Charlie, Charlie. Uh, I, I feel very weird calling you Gringo. I don't know why. It just is not, I don't know, it feels odd. But I'm so happy for you, man, because I had, I didn't really get a chance for your first wave when you were coming around. But man, I've been here since you've come back to the business and I've just watched you explode the last couple of years. I, I mean, how does it, just before we kind of get into everything else, how do you feel right now, man? You just got back from overseas. You're like a, a, a meme machine. How do you, how are you feeling in this moment? Brother, I think the obvious answer is tired as fuck. Uh, hopefully we can, <laughs> we can, we can swear on this thing, man. It's, it's just been a wild, it's been, okay, cool. Yeah. It's been a wild blur. Um, and I just am constantly pinching myself, asking me, you know, is this my real life? And it is. Uh, you're right. I just got back from Paris. Um, I had a layover in New York City, and I went straight into a concert and then took my flight home. So, you know, I'm always pushing the envelope. I don't know why. It's just, you know, ingrained in my being. And I'm um, just trying to get as much rest as possible whenever possible. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, you need some rest. Dude, you do some some crazy things. I think the big thing that went viral recently do you have a name for what this was? It was like a double tower of doom twisted power bomb. Is that a, is that all right? I don't know. It's you know I think it just came to me right now as you were describing it. I think it's called you know the the original move from the second rope is the base bomb. So this one would obviously be called the ultimate base bomb. Okay. If you haven't seen it, go find it. It is unreal, man, that you have two human beings on top of you. And you're twisting them around into this power bomb. 
how how are you coming up with? Are you the one thinking of stuff like this? Because you all you got you got El Hijo del Vikingo in this match as well, who's who's equally crazy. How are you coming up with this kind of stuff right now? I can I can definitely attest to him being completely out of his mind, um, but always safely. Him and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to crazy ideas that that are safe. And I do have to take credit for this one, man. It, it definitely came to me. One day when I woke up and I knew the match was coming up and I was like, you know, we kind of need the moment for the match or a couple here and there. I think this could be uh, the moment for this. And this was an idea that I had been sitting on for over two years. This was an idea I had for the original world on Lucha Show in Dallas. And it just didn't come to fruition. But we did have two other amazing moments during that match, thank God, because I was trying to make that show as special as possible. Yeah. So I've had this idea for two years, man, and I knew how good both of those individuals are in the ring, and they understand, you know, logistically and, and just body movement-wise uh, what needed to happen, and I gave them my full trust. And, and if it wasn't perfect, my God, I, I was very happy with it. I was, I was extremely uh, thrilled after it happened. If that's not perfect, I don't know what is. It's very, very difficult to pull off that. How is it, man? You call yourself the base god, right? But that's a lot of weight. I mean, and, and I guess for people that don't know why you call yourself the base god, uh, when you base in wrestling, that, that basically means you're the guy that's the pummel horse, right? That everybody's bouncing around off of. I got that right? Yeah, that's right. We're, we're the guys that take care of everybody else's uh, flashy moves and their lives. Um, you know, an integral part of Lucha Libre. It's, uh, you know, it, the yin to the yang, man. I mean, without a good base, and we've seen this over the years many, many times, uh, you know, guys will, you know, become superstars in Mexico with perfect bases. They come over to the States. They don't exactly, you know, hit like they thought they were going to be because they're not trained in uh, basing for all of these athletic moves. So I think that uh, very important um, style of wrestling is basing, especially in Lucha Libre. And we're seeing it come into the American scene more and more. And I think that, you know, a lot of these promoters now that have known me coming up uh, just say the same thing about me, that it's, I just have a very unique skill set. Uh, that nobody else possesses, and it just sets me aside. And that's what I've been trying to do my whole career is just, you know, be completely different from everybody else. Yeah, well, it's paying off right now, man. <laughs> I talk about this spot that went viral, but, man, you had an even arguably bigger moment here not long ago in Ring of Honor. Took on Blake Christian, who, who by the way, is the new GCW World Champion. Um, and this match got such a great reaction. There's photos of Tony Khan out there. He's holding your hand up. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you want to talk about a complete dream? It was a, it was like a movie. Uh, this was actually the match with Vikingo when I debuted in Milwaukee. Oh, Vikingo. Sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. The Blake Christian match was fire too. I mean, everybody go check that out. He's an amazing talent. We all know that. But um, listen, I showed up. I, I got the email on Monday for a Wednesday taping talking about Are you going to be in Milwaukee? I was like, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, you guys are asking for all this stuff that I definitely can't get done in two days. I'm probably not going to go. You know, I got a phone call personally from Sky Blue saying you should probably be there. And I'm like, oh, okay. I went into that building thinking I was going to be, you know, a security guard separating, you know, Wardlow or whoever, right? I didn't – I have a clue. But, you know, the, the golden rule in uh, professional wrestling is never show up to an arena without your gear. Of course, I will obviously bring my gear, you know, not thinking it was ever going to be used. And lo and behold, man, I mean, I debuted in the main event of – you know, Ring of Honor in Milwaukee, just uh, against Vikingo. Like, you can't write that any better, brother. It's a movie. It's a movie. So, and then after the match, Tony Khan comes out here and he lifts your hands up. I'm guessing that you'd had no idea any of that, any of this was going to happen. Yeah. Right? So here, here's the story on that, man. It was, yeah. you know, we got to, you know, the people had seen 
four and a half hours of wrestling that night. They were tired. And by the end of that match, they were on their feet with their minds blown. That's not putting myself over. It's just what it was, right? So the ovation was so much that Tony Khan actually came out for Vikingo first. And I was going up the ramp, but the cameras were in front of him. And I said, oh, God, I got I to gotta sell. I can't go in front of the camera and interrupt that. And I remember looking up at both of those guys saying, man, that would be so cool if one day I could have that moment. Because he also raised Vikingo's hand, which he does a lot, apparently. So I was going up the ramp. I looked at the crowd for one last time. I was like, to me, I mean, that was one of the coolest moments, you know, them going crazy with, with them seeing so much wrestling before me. I raised my hand. The ovation was huge. Tony Khan then proceeds to come back out and looks to the crowd and says, yeah, gringo loco, huh? As if like, you know, for approval. And, uh, you know, we start walking up the ramp together and he goes, gringo, that was great, man. Uh, can you come next week? I was like, oh my, are, are you serious? He's like, yeah, yeah. Can you come next week? And then for whatever reason, like I just turned around with Tony and I said, yeah, yeah, I'll be here next week, man. Of course, no problem. I, and I told Tony Khan to raise my hand. To raise my hand, and he did. <laughs> and, yeah, and then like it was like the, the ovation was so cool. And when I tell you it was a movie, while he's raising my hand, my exact words were, "Tony, this is so fucking cool, man. Thank you." <laughs> like with those spotlight AEW spotlights on me, the crowd going nuts, just killed it with the Kingo brother. It is a moment that is, will live in history for the rest of my life, man. I mean, it is something that I will hold true for a long time. Dude, that is so cool. So so how are things now? I mean, that would seem like you're off into the races, like you got the seal of approval from the boss. Yeah, absolutely. So we get behind the screens and, you know, all of my friends that I've known for a lot of chapters, different chapters of my career, they're all there, Angelico, Sanjay Dutt, just everybody that really, you know, means something to me. And, uh, you know, uh, Khan is yelling at Sanjay, Sanjay, bring this guy every week. And I'm like, dude, this cannot be happening. Like, this is, I only wrestled one time. He's like, bring this guy every week. So I ended up getting uh, four or five dates with them. And I mean, we're, we're, we're off to the races, just like you said. I'm just awaiting, um, you know, more work to come my way. I think that what he's seen so far, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm sure you've seen the Ray Phoenix match. There's a Blake Christian match out there. There was supposed to be a commander match, which kind of got cut short. But there's a lot of people in the Ring of Honor that I could still do a lot of cool things with so i'm really looking forward to it so what's the vibe you get about like what's the direction of ring of honor as somebody that's kind of in the mix of it right now uh what do you what do you think that the show is supposed to be right now so so i really like it i think it's uh you know pure wrestling uh to to the best of everybody's ability i mean you're talking ring of honor like you're talking like you know i've seen pure lucha libre there that is blowing people's minds everybody was talking about that match with uh the kingo versus commander everything that realistico is doing you know, I, I think that the the product, it just fits me so well. I mean, I'm sure you saw that interview that I did where I was like, this is where I belong. This is where I feel, you know, the most at home. And I just really, every time that I'm in backstage in any capacity, I just tell myself I want this forever. Like, this is what I've been working for my entire career. It just feels right. Yeah, And you've had a lot of chances to work with Vikingo, who we've mentioned maybe a dozen times at this point. I've heard uh, Conan tell me this guy's the next Rey Mysterio. Do you get that vibe as somebody who works with him? Does, does he have that specialness that you look for in a talent? Uh, 100%. Um, so the culmination of him and I working together all of these times now really has built for three years. So this was all pre-pandemic. We were supposed to get together, work. Pandemic happens. We didn't work. And, you know, he didn't have a visa. He didn't. There was. It was just very difficult. We would do angles here and there, but never worked t- together. 
we've always wanted to. So now we have the opportunity to kind of travel, you know, with, uh, you know, companies like GCW and, and various other organizations where, you know, in Dreamwave Wrestling, where like they are they are seeing what we're able to uh, create in a ring and they, they want it and they want it badly. So this was all building for a lot of years before you're, you're seeing it on your TV screens. Yeah. And, and I mean, dude, you talk about how, what you do basing right now and helping talents like Vikingo and other Lucha talents that are coming to the States and don't have somebody like you to work with, you know, WWE is also looking to get into that market as well. They brought in dragon Lee, which I think a lot of people were surprised by dragon Lee is not necessarily somebody that necessarily fits their mold. Is there any interest from you or them on, on possibly doing something? I mean, you know, I will always keep the doors open to WWE. I mean, who wouldn't you be a fool not to, but I think right now, at this chapter where I'm at, I think Ring of Honor and AEW is where I'm trying to be. I mean, there's a lot of people who are my friends who we could absolutely create magic with in that ring. And, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Tony Khan, to be honest with you. I think he's a great guy. Yeah. And, hey, you know, uh, GCW has uh, become a great place for you to play around with as well. I mean, uh, you know, you've got your own show here. The world. Or, by the way, another is there going to be another World of Lucha? I, haven't, I didn't see. I don't know. Is there another one on the way here right now? I'm I'm pretty sure that the announcement is on its way. We're definitely not done with World on Lucha. I think the first two shows uh, were complete successes. I do want to do a standalone show at some point when it's not surrounded by a million other shows to really showcase what Lucha Libre is with not, you know, everybody buzzing around and, you know, just every other company trying to make noise. So um, that's that's what we're working towards now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Effie's, Effie's doing that with Big Gate Brunch. I mean, he's touting that thing around as a solo project right now, and it seems to be working well for him. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love Effie. He's one of my favorite people in the world. And of course, with GCW, you have that direct line to WWE. I'm told they're working together, right? I'm told that <laughs> I'm told that GCW and WWE work together. Hey, listen. If you drew that conclusion, then I support you. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I started this talking about how I've known you. I've, I did again. I, I met you here when you started coming back, and you know, had the chance to kind of pick your brain as we're working at Warrior and a couple other places. I think Black Label Pro. We spared some time together with as well. You have a really interesting story that I don't know that a lot of people know about. And I asked you if I could bring this up in the interview because I don't know how much you've talked about it. But you took some time away from the business, had some had some health issues and came back. I don't know if you want to kind of tell people what it is that you kind of went through before coming back for this big resurrection that you're finding right now in the business. Yeah, it was it was a pretty unfortunate situation. I felt like before this, what I'll tell you what happened before that situation, I felt like I was finally on the rise, man. I was finally creating some noise. I was making more towns. I was getting flown places. And then lo and behold, without ever being in a hospital for a flu, a broken finger or anything, my heart decides to stop at 30 years old. And I wake up in a hospital saying, uh, you know, hey, man, what happened? And the doctor's looking at me like, you're a miracle to be here. And I was like, no way. Like, what happened? And I got to, I explained that, you know, there was a cardiac arrest situation and that we don't know why it was. Went through all these tests for six days and they decided, you know, just a, as a precaution, we're going to go ahead and put a uh, pacemaker uh, just in case to make sure that, uh, you know, if this does decide to happen again, that you're going to be completely fine. So, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. There's actually a, uh, a mini documentary um, in the works right now that will tell kind of more in-depth on that story. But, yeah, that actually happened, man. And I think that, uh, you know, this is my second chance, and I think I'm taking, you know, full advantage of, of what's been given to me. Man, that's crazy. Like, do you ever worry about that? Because, again, I see you with two human beings stacked on your shoulders, and that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and then I – and, again, I bring this up because – 
I know that you have a pacemaker as I'm watching you do that. And it brings this element right. of fear and danger for me when I watch you. I, yeah, I personally feel great. Um, you know, the doctor said, you know, you're completely clear to wrestle and do whatever you want to do. I definitely don't mention that I'm going to put two human beings on top of myself and slam them to the mat. But, um, you know, we, we ran a bunch of tests the first year, uh, you know, of strenuous activity and, you know, how did it look after this match and everything looks fine. So I just think that, you know, again, a second chance, you have to take full advantage of it. Yeah, man. And any limitations or no, you're just going full bore on it now. Just full bore, man. You only live one time, bro. Actually, in my case, twice. But um, yeah, I can't wait for the people to actually see my story when this mini doc comes out. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be something. Can Can you give us a little tease about who's producing it or how it's coming about or anything like that? Oh, uh, it's just it's just a, a local guy in Chicago that I, I really liked his work, um, and I think you will too. Okay, what a special time, by the way, for the Chicago scene right now. You know, I, bef- you know, ten years ago, we were not producing superstars the way we are now you know it was like everybody who got any kind of credibility in this area left for the east or west coast but like now i see you and i see like mustafa ali and you know it's i mean of course obviously cm punk but like it kind of feels like chicago's kind of becoming a, i mean it's becoming a place again for for pro wrestling and producing talent yeah i mean the the three the three names that you mentioned obviously you know some of the greatest man i think a lot of the talent that is you know coming up now i mean look at look at some of the guys that are coming up that just phenomenal talents uh you know storm grayson you know robert anthony is making some noise there's there's a bunch of people out here man that are are really passionate about the professional wrestling business you know that young man robert anthony making a making a break right now god damn you know i love rob <laughs> yeah I absolutely, rob's, I rob's, rob's very passionate about the business man yeah, he is. He's very, very passionate about the business. And Mustafa Ali, man, like he's done a good job working with the students directly in Chicago, which you do a lot of as well. And I think that's like really cool about you, man. Like how how much do you enjoy mentoring? And I mean, is that a role that you see yourself in kind of once you've wrapped up inside the ring? Yeah, I, I really do enjoy it. You, you mentioned Ali, man. So I know him from my from like day one. And he has been nothing but cool throughout all of these years that I've known him. He's always helped me. I've helped him wherever I could. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the clips. Uh, you know, when him and I work together, it's, it's oh, yeah. always like phenomenal, different stuff, man. He is, my, you know, salute to Ali, bro. He is, he lives and breathes professional wrestling business. Um, and to go back to your question, if I enjoy helping, I really do. I mean, literally my job is a basis to help people look good and get better. I do the same thing, you know, I'm basing, you know, midweek uh, at the Freelance Academy uh, whenever I can, you know, I've been super busy recently, but, you know, this idea of training twice or three times a week has been from from my beginnings. You know, I used to go twice a week when I first started and it's just been all of these years of just taking bumps and learning techniques because you, you never stop learning in this business, you know. So, yeah, of course, I, I enjoy giving back whenever I can. Well, how much longer? I mean, I don't know how old you are. Uh Charlie, I imagine you're—I don't know—a spry young man right now. Uh, I would imagine. I mean, I—I I, I keep thinking about the pacemaker. I guess is what I'm thinking about. I worry about you, and I—I I, I, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm just like an old mother right now when I think about you and I watch you wrestle. At that. No, I, it's understandable, but I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't cleared by a uh, physician. So, in that aspect, we're in the clear. 
All right. Well, uh, Charlie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Man, you are blowing up right now. Everybody is talking all about you all the time, and I find it wonderful that you are getting big moments like this in Ring of Honor, and hopefully elsewhere here, uh, not much sooner than later. Um, is there any place you want to send people to find you, follow you, all those great things? Oh, yeah. So Twitter is Gringo Loco OG, and then the uh, Instagram is I am Base Guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. <laughs> 